knowing that there is still a stigma that we are overcoming in Columbus, there is a safe space for men to share, for for them to talk and be heard, not lectured to, but actually share their concerns. Uh, we do it on a monthly basis, 25 to 45 individuals at a time, give or take, uh, but to target having 300 to 500 men who can share in a safe space. We believe that that's going to make a tremendous impact on Columbus and central Ohio moving forward uh, that the national scope can take a look at and say, Hmm, let's try to do some things differently. And Mm -hmm. we're looking to be a part of it. Uh, It's nice to be a part of a movement. Right. Right. In the ideal world, like where do you see that movement taking us to? Like what, what does the future look like if uh, things go the way that we want them to go here? So if things go the way that we're planning for them to go, and then I'm, I'm going to view this as it is an ideal world because this is something that we're planning for. Mm-hmm. It's not even nothing that we're, like, just dreaming about. You know what I mean? The work is being put in to start to expand Real Men Real Talk over the next two to five years, and our plan is just to implement this program in some of the other markets that uh, the the walk is already in and so that we can start having consistent programs monthly like we do here in Columbus, having that in Charlotte, having that in Atlanta, having that in Detroit, and just letting it blossom out from there. I say that it uh, is an opportunity to um, heal and mend families because when there is a uh, focus on males and them being uh, given permission to share their feelings, their thoughts, they're in a position to give more back to their children. Mm -hmm. They're in a position to give more back to the loved ones that they care about. Uh, What could be assumed responsibility is actually now seen as a labor of love. Mm -hmm. I'm here out of my love for you. Right. And I think that that's just going to go a long way to change the narrative of black men in this country and what we mean to family. Yo, what's going on with y'all? How y'all what's feel? up? What's hey, up? Hey, what up? Yo, this is the More Than a Walk podcast, the official African American male wellness agency podcast, where we are much more than a walk. Um, before we get started, just want to remind everybody that's listening that the walk is coming. We are closing the gap August 13th at Livingston Park, Columbus, Ohio. Get their screening start at 7 a.m. And uh, yeah, we want to, we asked it the wrong time. Oh, y'all was looking no, at me like I said. Nah, no, no, seven a.m. Oh uh, yeah, nah, seven a.m. Bright and early, we at it. Yeah, we got to be there at like four a.m. Yeah, we spending the night. Yeah, so might as well. Um, we want all black men out there to go out and know your numbers because knowing your information is really access to freedom. And uh, yeah, yes. how y'all feeling, man? Feeling good. I'm feeling good. It's it's a very Monday. Um, uh, you know, just ready to get past this Monday and really dive into the week. I think I'm getting excited about the walk because I'm I'm pretty new. I'm new to the city, new to the job, and I'm starting to hear people in the city talk about it. Mm-hmm. last year at the walk. I uh, can't wait to the walk. I was at the walk last year. Like, right. I'm starting. I'm starting to hear that a lot now. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing my family, my my dad out, my uncles out, my yeah. sons out. So 
I'm getting excited about it, honestly. It's July's around the corner. Uh, we're definitely getting closer. The buzz is picking up. The momentum's picking up. It is walk season. Yeah. It's um, uh, it's always interesting. Like, you can spot these green shirts a mile It's crazy, away. right? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's magnet. insane how quickly you can just spot them. We were out at the um, Rhythm on the River Saturday or mm-hmm. Friday, and I saw, like, three people just – 75 yards yeah. away And it was just like Yeah there's a walk shirt There's yeah. a walk hat Like There's a guy in the library Right now With a walk hat on mm-hmm. there's, there's walk shirts All throughout my laundry bro. I feel like I have Too many walk shirts <laughs> And bro I low key threw away All my other clothes man It's like bro, I need For these more. summer months like, yeah. bro, All I got is green shirts yeah. um, My homeboy He told me over the weekend Well last weekend He was like Yo y'all really moving Like the cartel out there Like we see the walk Everywhere, everywhere bro. It's like well You know and it's one of those things, too, like, I didn't really notice it before working here, but it's like that new car that you bought. Mm-hmm. You see yeah, it everywhere. Sure. And I, like, I pay way more attention to billboards than I actually should. Yeah. Like, just because I'm always on alert that, like, okay, maybe this is the one of the billboards we had. We had this one last year. I remember it. I, yeah, it's a hate-love relationship. Oh, that, it's that, just crazy how much it stands out. For sure. Definitely when you buy a new car, I see that car everywhere. Everywhere you go. Every day, yeah. I'm like, dang, so many out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not just billboards. You see the flyers everywhere. Yeah. Matter of fact, I told, <laughs> this is funny, I told one of my brothers, I was like, hey, um, I got to do outreach. He was like, what's outreach? It's like, have you ever came outside from the grocery store and you had a walk flyer in your car? And it's like, Yes, yes, I have. I'm like, well, that's outreach. You're welcome. Like, oh, all right, now I understand. He had a few choice workers for me. Right, right. Um, but I think that it's really important for us to highlight the fact that the walk really is out everywhere because that's a, one of the best things about it. Um, we're not only just trying to get people to get their health screenings on uh, August 13th. We also want to just raise the awareness about the fact that black men die on average 12 years earlier than our white counterparts, and that's the gap that we're trying to close um, we it's just ridiculous, you know. Mm-hmm. When you think about it, and so every time you see the walk, every time you see the green shirt, every time you see the flyer, we want you to think about the fact that you know there is this huge health disparity out there in our community, and we need to uh, address that. We need to get rid of it, and also, um, it's just the visibility for our sponsors because we want to let the whole community know that these are the organizations, these are the companies that really care. About mm-hmm. uh, saving black men's lives So mm-hmm. a shout out to all of our sponsors uh, And you know Next time you see a walk flyer Next time you see a billboard Please like try to pay attention To see who yeah. are the logos yeah. that's on there Because those are people That have put their dollars where their mouth is And mm-hmm. you know Are really dedicated towards uh, our mission So Definitely yeah. definitely leading these conversations Saying we're trying to save black men's lives right. I think that's the most important thing And if you can't get with that yeah. Like, what are you, what are we what are we doing? What are you doing? Like, right. We're really trying to save lives. You see, to me, like doing something like this is way more impactful yeah. than changing your your social media icons and putting up a black flower fist, sure. you know, wearing red, black, and green, and everything. Like, all right, yeah. that's cool. I appreciate the gesture, right, I right. guess. Um, but yo, there's real impact that's happening out really there. Really moving the needle. Yeah. That's the thing about like even with the sponsorships, you get to have those conversations with them from our end. And you get to see that, like, they're really invested. They're mm-hmm. not just like, here, take this check and keep going. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. They're really invested. They're coming out to all of our events throughout yeah. the year. Mm-hmm. We're, we're in constant communication with them. They're asking us, what more can they do? That's the That's been a really good insight for me on this side of, of, of being a part of the agency is really seeing that corporate buy-in that we get where the, the D&I um, 
leaders and different things like that are really invested and really trying to move the needle and they see our organization as one of the partners that's doing exactly that. So they feel entitled to uh, just invest in us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll definitely say that um, those who you see in the trenches on a weekly basis, it goes a long way in extending our work uh, Mm. because they are your teammates and your partners. Mm. Uh, You know that you're providing people with, uh, care at their fingertips because we're all in the trenches together. Yeah. And, you know, right. at, at times it's a heavy lift, you know, all the outreach, the outreach trips. But, like, even talking to my wife, like, she understands the impact. You know, we've been here a year. She understands the work we're doing. So I just enjoy it, man. I think we're doing great work. Man, real talk. There was a, um, a video that Marlon shared earlier. Um, I was trying to – I should have hooked up the my my phone to the Bluetooth so I could have played it through the speakers, but it was a testimony. Mm-hmm. With somebody out in the community yeah. that was just talking about, like you know, him going. Did there's somebody want to recap the video? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I definitely uh, understand. Uh, it was a retired teacher, mm-hmm. uh, so an educator well respected in the community, who simply said that the walk prompted him to get screenings mm-hmm. that led to him having um, a major surgery. Which would, which in turn has prolonged his life as much as it did save his life. And he was very enthusiastic. You could tell that it was a heartfelt story of how important the work is and what it has meant to him personally to uh, be in a position to still have conversations about health, wellness, and have a smile on his face because he also didn't look like what he's been through. For sure. yeah. You know, he, you know, your mouth kind of dropped open when he told his story. But yeah. again, there is an impact. And uh, what I appreciate is he was willing to, willing to share it as a first-time uh, introduction. He went yeah. right into his story, mm-hmm. like, what you do is great. Can't wait for the second Saturday in August, and here's why. Yeah. And you remember, Scott, and, what he said was, you know, he, he asked God, you know, if you allow me to speak again, walk again, he will be a walking testimony. He'll mm-hmm. make sure he tell every Everybody. brother he can, you know. Know your numbers. Get to the yeah. doctor, bro. His life was saved. Right, Absolutely. Right. And and that's really, we're just sharing that story so that anybody listening knows that, like, we're not just, like, uh, blowing smoke out of our butt. Like, when we say this, like, we're really out there helping to change men's lives. And my personal perspective is that if we didn't save another life last year, that all of that, all of the money, all of the sponsorships, yeah. all that was worth it because of that one that specific one story. Oh, absolutely. Yes, and the beautiful thing is that there are so many stories that are like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And so, Even um, just right inside the agency, you've heard us as men yeah. discuss, like, man, I sat down and got my numbers and was like, oh, wow, like, mm-hmm. I need to do something about that. That's like, facts. I didn't know that was that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So constantly, and that's just the preventative maintenance side. You yeah. know what I mean? We want to catch it at our age now and even sooner. So it's like, okay, it's 10 points too high. Now's the time to get it, opposed to waiting until it's like medication time. You know what I mean? Trying to avoid that. No, it's crazy because last night I was cleaning um, at my crib, and I found my walk sheet from 2019. Mm -hmm. My numbers had super elevated, like, blood pressure and everything Mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. And maybe a couple months later after that, that's when I really started to regularly, like, uh, go and check my blood pressure and let me – that's when I started changing my diet. Like y'all mm-hmm. see me, I drink like so much water and everything, mm-hmm. and I try to actively work. And, and I kind of been slacking, minor. I know I've been slacking <laughs> the last <laughs> month right. and a half or so. We all have. Uh, I yeah. say we all have. Brother. We all have. We but it's just the year that strong. mindset shift 
before then I hadn't gone to the doctor mm-hmm. like, like since I was a teenager you mm-hmm. know what I mean and coming to the walk just showing up because one of my brothers was one of the organizers for it and and like getting those screenings it really opened my eyes and to your mm-hmm. point like it started to shift my life mm-hmm. so and there's countless stories about it matter of fact Maybe one of the things that we should start doing is just getting testimonials in. Yeah. And we'll play some of those for you guys on a um, regular type basis, you know? And I, I be believe awesome. I can honestly say before I discovered the African-American Male Wellness Agency, I haven't been to the doctor in years. Yeah. And I probably wouldn't have went, you know, because mm-hmm. there's really nothing telling you, telling black men to go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most critical part about the African-American Male Wellness Agency, like, they're out here telling you go to the doctor. Nobody's told me that. Not right. even family, you know. Mm-hmm. Not, and maybe that's a problem. Or but. they'll say it in like a very just loose, like, oh, yeah, you got to go to the doctor, eat an apple. Yeah. But or get checked out. Very we're not loose really terms. talking about yeah. like actual impact mm-hmm. and whatnot. And, and when what you go there, which, what conversation should you be having? What am I asking for? We just go to the doctor and whatever they say, cool, we'll yeah. take it. But we don't have. We have to get better with the verbiage once we get in, with the rebuttals. Like, hey, did you check this? But what does that actually mean? That You know what I mean? Just really getting a story behind it. Make the doctors work. We pay them good money. You yeah, know what no I mean? Like, and then you feel make like them you, work for it. You're too young to even have health that issues. Too. Like, that too. That's, a, that's not true. I'm 33. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, serious. Yeah. <laughs> you know what really, like, speaks to the lack of familiarity that black people have with doctors and the healthcare system in general? Is um, how we talk about like the Tuskegee experiments and whatnot, yeah. mm-hmm. and how it, it's just misinformation because the narrative that you often hear is like, oh, the government gave black men syphilis, and it's like, no, that's not what happened. You can no. what really happened is that men were coming in to get treated for it, and they, and they were placebos, huh? They were refused treatment. Not they were given fake treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they were given fake treatment. They were mm-hmm. told it, and they were just studied and whatnot. And, and, and to your point about, like, you just go to the doctor, you just receive it, you don't really ask those questions and everything. It's like, there's so many things that are out there. If mm-hmm. nobody teaches you, this is the real information. This is what right. you really need to go and learn it and find out and ask about. Mm-hmm. And you just won't know it. And then you find yourself, like, just believing yeah. these um, myths and whatnot. Right. And then now you're now you're just gone. a yeah. big bundle of misinformation. Yep. So. I think the other big thing uh, for it also um, is – the information that you have before going into the doctor and primarily being like your family history. Mm. You know what I mean? That's, That's going right. to prompt a lot of the questions that you ask when you get in there, come in there. It's like, okay, cool. They may not have checked my heart because I'm only 32, but I know my great grandfather passed of a heart disease. Yes. I know my dad is struggling with it now. Check me early mm-hmm. so that you don't check me just because I come in with the pain. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So knowing some of the, your family history so that you can go in and just understanding that, Check these things a little bit sooner because I'm more prone to being a victim to it, essentially. That's mm-hmm. facts. That's I'll facts. definitely say, um, and I'm a, I'm a product of this as well, um, you get used to things. Mm-hmm. So your knee hurting or any other part of your body, if you begin to drag it, that is not normal. Mm-hmm. And that should not be your yeah. normal if there's something you can do about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just knowing that... Uh, we can trick ourselves into believing we're fine. That's I feel nice. fine. I, I, I feel fine. No, you've been limping for three years. Right. <laughs> hey, walk it off. Yeah. Exactly. And my and pain is like a badge of honor for us as men. Yeah. It's like, wild. Yeah. It's Black men to tolerate pain mm-hmm. is a thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like from sports 
all the oh, way through yeah. your life. It just trickles down. And you, you know really I mean? got to like dig deep into it. It's like, why is that? Why yeah, is that's a because whole, a lot of times historically yeah. we were refused treatment for stuff. And, and you didn't have like, a choice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then so those taught us exactly yeah. mm-hmm. come from that of like, listen, you'll be okay. Like, mm-hmm. But did you die? It's almost like the tone right. around the conversation. And I'll say, you know, just playing football growing up, uh, if you play sports, you coach say, are you injured or are you are hurt? You hurt? Two different right. things. Like, yeah. So I've learned to shake off pain. Like, I'm not injured. I'm just hurt. Mm-hmm. I can keep I'll going. be okay. If mm-hmm. not tomorrow, I'll be okay the next day. Mm-hmm. I just need to lay down. What mama say? Go lay just down. Lay down. Yeah. <laughs> Drink some ginger ale. Yep. Robotus. <laughs> and that's what I love about um, the, the rise, the listen to your body movement, where it's like, yo, if your body is doing something that it's not supposed to do, like pay attention yeah, to that. Shut mm-hmm. it down. You know, uh, low management, even yeah. like on our highest level, our athletes and whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and even yeah. looking at like how that's discussed. Yeah, why Leonard takes time off, watch Sports Center the next day. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. wait, he he set out because he was tired. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's on a back to back, including three thousand miles of travel. Like, mm-hmm. and his low management is like frowned upon above mm-hmm. and in the sports world it's like well, we pay you all this money and mm-hmm. you're you got one job is to play a game like you know what i'm saying and it's like nah but it's like dude these guys are taking care of their bodies when you see that older generation you see the jim browns and you see the muhammad ali's the younger athletes are like no yeah, it's I'm not, not going to be my that. story nah, i'm not i'm not going to live that way as i get older i'm going yeah. to like jump on the preventative side yeah. you see guys walking away from football at 25 like yeah. i'm on my third concussion no thanks i want to yeah. take care of my family you yeah, know what i mean i would love to be there with my grandkids and my yeah. great grand- yeah like and that. i just have my legacy to talk about like right. nah i watched aaron donald he, he said if he he will retire today like yeah he don't have to play i don't football. Ha- i've made enough i don't have to play anymore i won the championship with- i i'm I'm successful. Walk away while you're healthy, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm tell, especially in football. Especially like, in football. It's so rare to be able to do it. Mr. Pearson, I was talking the other day, and, like, the statistic I heard, this is like, 17 years ago, 10 years ago, being an NFL running back is the equivalent of getting into a car accident every Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Two like, Volkswagens at 20 miles an hour. Yeah, like, that's wild. I think about that with boxing. I look at Muhammad Ali. It's like, you, you're killing yourself. You killed yourself. All of them, in a sense, all of them. The 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 story there. Uh, oh goodness, the golden era. Uh, Ali was known to give you a title shot, but see, there's four of us sitting here. You have to fight all three of you guys before you get a shot at me. Mm-hmm. So you basically got softened up. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, if we bring this back to our health, we'll have headaches for months. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll have a little heart murmur. You know you can't walk or fly the steps without getting winded, yeah. but you'll still tuck that to the side because I've got to go to work or I'm tough. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm 47, I think I'm 17. Right. And that's not the case. Prime, See, you prime. just triggered me, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> prime example. You know, I'm, I'm going to bring you scary guys hours, up, bro. Mr. White and Mr. Pig. You know, we hit those stairs. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> from floor one to floor three, and we say, man, those steps. We're Real. not even thinking about like we need to get a shape. We're right. not thinking about it, bro. That's the reason why I take the steps. It's like a, a daily reminder. It's like, yo, you are not where you need to be at. You get to the top of them three flights. But you oh, need yeah. like ninety seconds. Mm-hmm. You need about ninety seconds. But we get four minutes. We say it, but what are we really doing to yeah. get in shape? Like, I don't know are about we? you, but like I, I started taking walks. Like I built in on my calendar now. Like I have a built in walk around the building, like 15, 20 minutes or so. Um, in the evenings, like 
going to the gym more. Um, I started picking, especially now this nice weather outside. I pick up my basketball. I just go and like put up like twenty minutes worth of shots, just like sprinting the whole time, mm-hmm. and like get my heart rate up and stuff. You know what I mean? See, I, that's respectable. I, I just know for me, I'll start, but I won't finish. And I think mm-hmm. a big thing for me is consistency, and that's yeah. in all aspects. Like, I don't want to start working out, get a little bit of. You know, success mm-hmm. and then stop. Like I'm cool yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying. I need to go from start to finish, set a mm-hmm. goal, and really make sure I, I achieve That's, that. And the tricky part about like fitness is that there truly is no goal. That's what makes it yeah. hard to embark on the journey because there is no end goal. Yeah, you can take any fit person and they want more. Yeah. Right. You will look at him and be like, "Hey, I get there. I'm straight." Like Marlon, mm-hmm. like Marlon, you yeah. get. But Marlon is at it 17 days a week. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. because he sees another another edge. You know what I mean? There's another level that he still wants to tap into. So that's that's kind of like the the daunting part about taking off into the the like your fitness journey because there truly is no end goal. But the thing about I mean? that though, it's like the same way there's no end goal is that the starting point can come whenever. Here's exactly. something y'all yeah, don't know yeah, about yeah. Marlon is that when he was my age, oh, bro, he was fat. Man, <laughs> you know that's what I'm when saying? me and Marley met. Yeah, he, yeah, was he had a, the Gucci man belly. Yeah. Like, that's what we used to tell him like. <laughs> like he he was not a healthy dude. Nah. You see what I mean? And now like he's, you know what I mean? Yeah, fat dude. Yeah, and yeah. so he had to start nah. at some point. He's like college age Marlon. It's drinking, bro. Like yeah. it's just that you know, you just it's just the lifestyle of a college student, eating a lot, staying up fifteen, seventeen hours out of the day, sleeping three hours, and it it caught up to all of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But to his credit, he saw it, jumped on it, probably about seven years ago now, and hasn't looked back. He says now, like, bro, I'm more in shape now than I was at eighteen, That's yeah. at nineteen. Mm-hmm. He played college ball for a year at Capital, mm-hmm. and he's like, if I was this in shape at nineteen. College looks totally different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I like, think I think for me, me playing ball since I was what six, mm-hmm. thirty three now, I've always had to work out. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I feel like the, I've always had to do all summer working mm-hmm. out in the sun, two a days, every mm-hmm. sport, three sports. You know, so I think now when I got an opportunity to stop working out and nobody could tell me what to do, yeah. I took a break. Right? Mm-hmm. It's been like, we hadn't had one. It's been like, twenty two years. years. It's like, how's yeah. that working for you? Got to get back on. <laughs> <laughs> you see, but that be the it's thing. tough. It's you tough to time hop off back on the horse. You know, like it's, it's we tough had this to conversation a, a few years back, but uh, it was at least put on the table. Those of us who were athletes, you always think you can get back in shape yeah. in two weeks. Yep. You Perry always Jenkins. feel that you can <laughs> just Perry snap Jenkins. back Good right gosh. away. And as we've now seen, life changes. Uh, you may never get back to that two weeks. Again, but you can certainly take much better care yeah, of the rest of your me, life. Don't get me wrong. I know Mr. Pickett can probably agree. You know, I, I hired a trainer, and when I was doing it, when I had structure, a program, I felt like I was back. That's the yeah. I was in my bag. Oh, that's that accountability. But as soon as, you know. And that's that fee. That, that fee. That fee sure. wake you up at 5 a.m. It's like sure. now I feel like I, I can do it on my own, and then it. Everything changes. Mm-hmm. So that's that's like, why we need to just get Marlon to go ahead and create a routine for us. You right. feel me? Train our own payroll. Yeah. Yeah. I digress. Um, now that was a, that was a good deep dive, man. I mean, I think that that really kind of captures what we mean when we say there's more than a walk. Like a walk happens is once a year. It's an annual event. We do it seven, well, fifteen different times a year because we're in different cities as well. Mm-hmm. But it's an annual event in each city. 
Um, but it, it really is just a launching point for a bigger conversation about our overall health, our overall wellness. Um, we've talked about on this podcast before that we do have a number of initiatives. Um, Minor and I were both on the fatherhood initiative, uh, Pickett and Pierce, they're both on the mental health initiative. And it's kind of, we're at a really um, interesting like cross point mm-hmm. right now because we're ending Responsible Fatherhood Month here in the state of Ohio. And we're going into Minority Mental Health Month in um, the month of July. And so it's kind of like that intersection, that cross section mm-hmm. uh, for us. Uh, before we go on, I, I just wanted to thank everybody that came out and supported. For sure. Excuse me, the Fatherhood Initiative over the course of June. Um, there's a lot of really interesting observations that I had about fatherhood here in Columbus. Um, I remember, I don't, I don't think I said this on last episode, but I remember 10 years ago um, on Father's Day, like the conversation was all about like, you know, wishing single moms, like, happy Father's Day. Like, mm-hmm. thank you for, you know, raising kids and dads ain't nothing, blah, blah, blah. Um, and this year, I was at the Fishing with Dads event put on by the Urban League. And that was a week after um, Cooking with, oh, not Cooking with Dads, the Proud Dad Cookout. And uh, that was three weeks into uh, Responsible Fatherhood Month. Mm-hmm. And just thinking about all of the programs that had happened up until that point. All the programs that had yet to happen this past weekend, there was a fatherhood summit mm-hmm. I'm put on by another organization here in the city, and um, and just looking around and talking to dads, like yeah. minor. I know you've been talking to dads a lot more too, yeah. And hearing them say how supported they feel, how they're grateful to have community of fatherhood to be able to look to the left and to the right and see other dads that are active in their kids' lives that care about the same things that they do, and um, I, I just wanted to kind of give props to. Columbus, Franklin County, um, Ohio in general for yeah. really like elevating fatherhood and, um, and, you know, saying that's important because it really, really, truly is. And I think a, a big thing that we do here in the fatherhood team, we do our fatherhood Fridays and what we do, we just really call our fathers in our networks. We just really check on them, you know, because a lot of times we don't check on each other. Right. You all might say, oh, what you doing this weekend? You know, but not just a mental health check. So how was your week? How you feeling? How's the kids? You know, just how are you doing? You right. know, so mm-hmm. they appreciate that, man. Just for me to call them, I don't know them, but just call them, sir, brother, how was your week? How you feeling? They appreciate it. They, they want to yeah. talk. They want somebody to talk to. Just mm-hmm. vent. You know, it's just a, I think that's a great initiative that we, that fatherhood has come up with. I think we're going to definitely keep doing that moving forward. Yeah, because more than anything, nobody wants to feel like they're alone. Right. Mm-hmm. Like they're the only ones that are doing something and mm-hmm. that the world and the odds are stacked up against them. Mm-hmm. And just the visibility of seeing other dads that are out there yeah. um, that are looking for the same answers or to say, yo, mm-hmm. I don't got all the answers myself. So it's like, all right, I'm not the only one that's kind of like trying to figure it out in real time. Yeah. Um, I think that's really powerful, too. Mm-hmm. And so even though we are coming to the end of Responsible Fatherhood Month, we know um, with the Fatherhood Initiative that uh, choosing to be an active dad is a choice. And um, it's a choice that we make yeah. on a daily basis. And that's the reason why we have the Proud Dad Pledge. And say that we're going to be there in our kids' lives. And we're going to do everything that we can to be the best type of father that we want to be. Mm-hmm. So, I know we all go through cycles. Um, but I simply want to acknowledge for the fathers who choose to be responsible dads. Mm-hmm. Um that should not be an excuse for not taking care of yourself. That's facts. Yeah. And I know that I've been guilty as well. Yeah. Uh, when you pour, nah, go ahead. When you pour into your children, 
you can sometimes forget yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I hope we come back to it with a Minority Mental Health Month coming up for July. There's time to focus on ourselves as well, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the time we put into our children for one or two events could turn into come help daddy do this mm. and give ourselves just a little bit of space to uh, make it up that flight of steps yeah. without getting windy. <laughs> yeah, I might be <laughs> I might be uh, telling them myself or whatever. Maybe y'all going to be like, oh, he's a terrible dad or whatever. My daughter last night, she was like, Dad, can we do blah, blah, blah? I was like, listen, girl, I love you. I really do. But I need like three minutes to myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And she looked at me like, for real? I'm like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I-, I need three minutes to myself. Mm-hmm. She was like, Hi, right, cool. And then she went. She did her own thing. She came back. She was like, "Are you good now?" I was yeah, like, yeah, it's I'm been good three now. minutes. And then she gave me a hug or whatever. She's just like, "All right, Dad, you got to take care of yourself too." Mm-hmm. I thought that was real beautiful. Nah, that's, that's that really good. is. Like, did you cry? Did you cry? Nah, like, nah that's like, a beautiful moment. I wouldn't have been mad if you did. Yeah. Nah, you, I, you I was too tired alive. to cry. Bro. <laughs> so it's like real men cry. Yeah, no, right, right. I just didn't cry there, bro. I just appreciated that you yeah. gave him my space. You yeah, know what nah, I mean? Listen, that's that's a hard thing for a lot of us to even ask for. Mm-hmm. Less known from our daughters, just from our peers, yeah. our employer, our spouse. It's hard for a lot of us to be like, yo, I just need a day. I just yeah. need five minutes. You know what I mean? So, like, I applaud you for even just telling her that and, like, her being able to understand it at her age. Mm-hmm. And that's just going to set the tone for, like, how she maneuvers. Now she's going to be comfortable telling other people, hey, I need, like, three minutes. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. kids do what they see. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, like, you doing that to her is going to make her very empowered to do that with her peers and with her, however she moves throughout life, just with people around her. She's going to be comfortable saying, I ain't got it today. That's gonna, this one out That's gonna you be know tough what I, mean? I asked my daughter To do something She told me Dad wait I just need, need three minutes, minutes. <laughs> Gotta respect it <laughs> It will come back It will come back You gotta respect it You got that one oh, Blame that one on Malcolm When yeah. she do Just for the record come back. <laughs> That's crazy I do think there is something Honest about what you shared Because it uh, lets your daughter know That uh, We have feelings as well mm-hmm. We are human as well mm-hmm. And three minutes is not the end of the world. Yeah. So because she was able to uh, put all of that together, you both will have a different understanding Mm -hmm. the next time that type of conversation comes up. Yeah. Which, again, is no different than saying, hey, bro, how you doing? Mm -hmm. You good? What's really going on? Right. However we get there. Meaning it. Like, and and really exactly. wanting a response and exactly. not like a see your coworker in the office, hey, how you doing? And y'all are past each other before you can really answer. You know what I'm saying? But like a true check-in, like, mm-hmm. hey, what's going on? You straight? Right. No, what's up? If not, if so, cool. What's got you straight? You know what I mean? Like having like a real conversation, like just consistently at some point. Real men almost, you know? You said what? I said real talk between Yeah, real, real talk men. between real men. Imagine yeah. that. Great segue. Nah, I, um, July 14th. I decided two months ago, two months ago, maybe earlier than that, but I recommitted two months ago. Now, whenever people ask me how I'm feeling, I'm going to tell them the truth. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Like, how you doing? Hey, bro, listen, <laughs> I didn't ask you to ask me, but since you asked, since you asked like, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Facts. Like, stop people I'm in their tracks. You know what I mean? Hey, don't ask me if you don't want to really hear it. Exactly. Like, stop that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the, I mean, it's the example that we need to set for ourselves and kind of reset the temperature, like, just in our day-to-day interaction mm-hmm. and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, which is what I really appreciate about Real Men, Real Talk, because it is um, men that are in the room and they're, Sharing with other men Like the way that They're getting through Their mm-hmm. mental health And whatnot. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you were about to talk about July 14th. Right. And everything. What were you about to say about it? No, I was just going to take that that very easy pass that you gave me just to jump right into sure. to our next event, man. July 14th, uh, Columbus State Workforce Development Building, 315 Cleveland Avenue, 5 p.m. Doors open. Like, really looking forward to that event. Music Soul Child is going to be our guest speaker. Our guest speaker. Guest speaker. That. <laughs> our guest speaker. Yes. He is not performing. He's just going to discuss, you know, his mental health journey. And this is why he felt it to be significant enough for him to fly in and have this conversation with a yeah. bunch of men from Columbus and from Ohio. No, you know, so. What's but, the value to you in having this mental health conversation? Like having somebody like Music Soul Child come out and, and speak about mental health. Like what is it? Like what's the point of this? So to me, the point of it is where our whole objective is as a program. And that's just to break the stigma around mental health in the African-American community, specifically with the men. And so as you see people that you may deem above mental health issues, when you see them come in and have those conversations, it normalizes what you've been feeling already. Mm. You know what I mean? So you see people that's like, okay, he's a millionaire and he's still having anxiety. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like he's married to this beautiful woman and he got all of these cars and all of these things that we think will solve our problems. You'll see a person with those things still come in and be like, man, my job stressed me out this week. Or my kids still got on my nerves. I know I got a nanny. I know they go to the best schools in the state. Like, I have all of these things, and they're still kids, though. My wife is still my wife. She still didn't wash the dishes yesterday. And so she, she str- I struggle with those same things, but it's probably just on a bigger scale. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, my bills are just bigger than your bills. Like, I still have a headache from my bills. More I got money, big bills. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's the fun part of bringing that into the room. And then just bringing all the guys into the room. And you just see it on, like, your, your everyday scale as well. Not just to hear music talk about it. But as we go into our breakout sessions, you're just going to see your neighbors. You're going to see the guy that works at the post office. You're going to see the owner of their restaurant around the corner just in this room having this same similar conversation. We're just trying to normalize it as much as we can amongst black men so we don't feel the need to bottle it up anymore. Mm. We can talk about it, and then we can seek out help amongst our peers. Mm. I definitely say for me, um, knowing that there is still a stigma that we are overcoming in Columbus, there is a safe space for men to share, for, for them to talk and be heard, not lectured to, but actually share their concerns. Uh, We do it on a monthly basis, 25 to 45 individuals at a time, give or take, Uh, but to target having 300 to 500 men who can share in a safe space, we believe that that's going to make a tremendous impact on Columbus and Central Ohio moving forward uh, that the national scope can take a look at and say, hmm, Let's try to do some things differently, and we're looking to be a part of it. Uh, it's nice to be a part of a movement. Right, right. In the ideal world, like, where do you see that movement taking us to? Like, What, what does the future look like if uh, things go the way that we want them to go here? So if things go the way that we're planning for them to go, and then I'm, I'm going to view this as it is an ideal world because this is something that we're planning for. Mm. It's not even nothing that we're like – just dreaming about, you know what I mean? The work is being put in to start to expand Real Man Real Talk over the next two to five years. And our plan is just to implement this program in some of the other markets that uh, the the walk is already in. And so that we can start having consistent programs monthly like we do here in Columbus, having that in Charlotte, having that in Atlanta, having that in Detroit, and just letting it blossom out from there. I say that it uh, is an opportunity 
to um, heal and mend families because when there is a uh, focus on males and them being uh, given permission to share their feelings, their thoughts, they're in a position to give more back to their children. Mm. They're in a position to give more back to the loved ones that they care about. Uh, What could be assumed responsibility is actually now seen as a labor of love. Mm. I'm here out of my love for you. Right. And I think that that's just going to go a long way to change the narrative of black men in this country and what we mean to family. And we have a welcome seat at the table. One thing that I love that Mr. G be saying is that like everyone in real talk, it's not necessarily a therapy session. It's mm-hmm. more so like um, instructions on how to talk about what you're feeling mm-hmm. in, in a regular type basis. So you could take that learning and you could take it back to your own like mm-hmm. group of friends and you can have real man, real talk conversation on a daily type basis. Exactly. And sure. uh, you could talk through your feelings, process them, get feedback right. and stuff on them. Um, be in a uh, a place of humility where you could actually hear, like, all right, maybe you should look at it this way or that way, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Because really and truly, that's all therapy is. It's right. just talking yeah. through talk how therapy. you're feeling. Yep. And, and really, like, thinking about, like, the impact that's having on right. you and the world around you mm-hmm. and um, and then making decisions on what to do with that. Right. So. I think what's also important about Real Man Real Talk is we don't know who you're sitting next to. You, you could be a garbage man sitting next to a millionaire, but we all have the same problems. Mm-hmm. We're all dealing with the same issues. So I think that's super critical because – Men are men are men, regardless right. of what you do, what level you're on. We all are dealing with the same issues. Yeah, I think that's the that's always just been the fun part of the conversations. Honestly, it's like just getting guys in a room and just allowing them to just talk. Yeah. As men, a lot of yeah. times we don't get those outlets. We're always listening. The what you come home from work and the wife got to tell you a lot of things. Yeah. Kids come home from school, they got to tell you a lot of things. But nobody is really there to allow you to sound off on even in the in in the in the environment to where you may not even want feedback. I just need to get this thoughts out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just need to get this out of my head. We are the sounding board for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Within our lives, because that's just part of that provider protector role that a lot of us take on. You know what I mean? But this allows us to come into a room together and be like, okay, but this is about you. What you got going on? You good? What you need? Yes, if sir. not, I'm dealing with that too. Let me show you what I did. I, you ever went for a walk? That helps me a whole lot. Yeah. And those ideas out that you may have like, Downplayed in the past, but then you hear three guys say they went for a bike ride and how much that helped them. Yeah. You go look into a bike. You're looking for I'm not a gonna lie to you, bro. You're gonna consider it. On that note, me personally, I used to be fundamentally against yoga. Like, bro, I'm not doing Facts. it for what? Like, listen, until like, you go. Mm-hmm. And then I heard a bunch of men saying, "Oh yeah, bro, it just helped me to clear my mind." I'm trying to tell you. They explained the thought process behind it when you're like concentrated on mm-hmm. just making sure that you get the movements right mm-hmm. and that you're like holding the positions and, and breathing. And you're concentrating mm-hmm. on your breathing and how that goes in and it goes hey. out mm-hmm. and how that's relaxing and takes your mind off of. The things that you're always concentrated on mm-hmm. in the world, it's like in that moment, you're only focused on your body and how cathartic that is. For sure. I was like, oh, okay, I understand yeah. differently yeah. now. And that, like, you so, can't heal what you never reveal. You got to talk about these things. Or how about, again, men having the same problems? You've been holding everything inside. You have your bias. Yoga can do nothing for me mm-hmm. until you hear a man say, it got me off my blood pressure medication. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, it it it, it you know it lowered my diabetes mm-hmm. uh, medication to where I got to the point where dot 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 all those sorts of things that we would have never considered because we're too busy being men. And you're hearing it from everyday men. You're not yeah, hearing it yeah. from people that Absolutely. are paid to have mm-hmm. to endorse a certain type of product or that they they're getting paid by the studio. So of mm-hmm. course they're going to try to get you to come sign up right, for their right, class right. and everything mm-hmm. like that. No, this is saying, yo, this is how it helped me. You ain't got to take it, bro. I'm just yeah, sharing I'm just sharing. what I do. You know what yeah. I mean? And hey. that's what that's what I like about the the real man real talks is that those are the conversations that come up and guys are just in the room like, oh, okay, you have some guys who have done the work. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then you got some guys that need the work mm-hmm. and they're able to converse with each other in a no judgment zone. It's almost on some Vegas. What happens between these walls stays here. You that's know what right. I mean? And we've created that safe space to where brothers feel comfortable sharing, knowing that this is a safe space, you know what I mean? And so whatever the case may be, it may be like, hey, this is my favorite song. Here's this app that I downloaded. Whatever it is, like these ideas are just thrown off. Fifteen ideas may be thrown out, and only one may stick. That's a successful event for me. Yeah. That's a successful mm-hmm. gathering, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I don't even like calling them events. That's just a successful gathering yeah. to where somebody can leave with one tool that says, okay, next time I get fed up, I'm going to resort to this. I think a good tool I've picked up is – Getting up in the morning, five a.m. The, the the world is still the quiet. quiet you know, like it does wonders the for day me hasn't personally. Started yet? You like it does my, wonders. My kids are asleep. The dogs are asleep. My wife is asleep. I just get to have time to myself. My thoughts. You know? Yeah, I can go outside, take a walk, mm-hmm. go. Work, you know, so five a.m. Five a.m. Is just a beautiful time. time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I oh, might need happens. to start doing yeah. that, bro. Five a.m. That's why I do my workouts in the morning. Yeah. Five a.m. I ride to the gym. It's just quiet. I don't listen to music Streets. on my way to the gym. <laughs> it's just me and my thoughts. I'm just thinking through my day, or yeah. I'm just thinking through anything that I got going on. It just my head is just so much more clear. Mm-hmm. And then I get back home at six thirty, seven o'clock, and jump in the shower. Yeah. I'm in full go mode. I've been up for mm-hmm. three hours. Mm-hmm. I'm clocked in. Like mm-hmm. it's still seven o'clock, but like I've been up since four thirty. I, think, I, think I my, got a thousand calorie workout in. Like I'm straight. My worst days are when. I, I'm late. I gotta be at work Facts. at nine, and I woke up at seven thirty eight. Throws my I'm whole rushing, day off. Getting the kids ready, taking my daycare, and I'm just rushing to work. Like I'm just thrown yep. off. But yep. at five a.m., I'm just prepared. Bro. I'm just. I know what's about to go on. I there's a, y'all just shot the gym on me, bro. I'm about to join five a.m. gang. So bro. there's a, a poster that hung in our offices. Um, in our former CSO's office, and it says, <laughs> at 5 a.m., legends are either going to sleep or waking up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've always kind of, even yeah. before seeing that, I've always felt that way, but that kind of, like, put my thoughts in chronological order. Like, it organized my thoughts, and I was like, yeah, like, there's just something peaceful about yeah. that early or maybe late time where, for the same reason, it's just me. Mm-hmm. Everybody's sleep is calm. It's peaceful. There's not traffic outside. There's not dogs barking. Mm-hmm. It's just, just it's just birds. nature. It's just you. Like and it's, it's something clearing about it. It does wonders for my brain. Yeah. That's why I come into work early. I need that quiet time to just organize mm-hmm. my thoughts. Yeah. Y'all can then come in with all the chaos you want. Doesn't matter. I'm locked in. Mm-hmm. If we walk in chaotic together, <laughs> <laughs> if we walk in chaotic yeah. together, it takes me a minute to get my day started. But if I'm locked in, by the time y'all get there, there's nothing you can do to break my yeah, Some days I walk in, you know, y'all talking, but I just got to sit there. Just You're saying. Right. You see me do it, bro. I walk like, in, I go straight to my seat. I might yeah. say good morning, what's you gotta, up? You need a but minute. Need a minute. <laughs> Listen, Marlon put that in the group chat. Like, hey, give me 30 minutes. Just like, just that. let me just come in my office and just clear my head, plan my day, say a prayer, scream, whatever I need to do. 
Give me a few minutes yeah. though. You Again, need that the power of rest, bro. Like it, it's so beautiful. That's something that we did last year during our Proud Dad Week. Is we worked with Replenish, and um, I, I was just introduced into the revolution of of rest mm-hmm. and, and using it um, to like really just restore your body, your mind, your, and your spirit. Mm-hmm. And like my life's been changed ever mm-hmm. since, man. Like just take a pause. Bruh. Like anything that you think can't wait. Promise it can. It can. Mm-hmm. It can. And if you're not like in position to take care of it, bro, then yeah. you're not gonna do it good anyway. Yeah. So me and, my, yeah. me and my wife just talked to so we sent our kids home. Don't tell that to Mr. G though. <laughs> we sent our kids home for we just to get a break just from the day to day, but we just said we need to implement routine for ourselves mm-hmm. as well as our kids. So a bedtime routine. Morning routine, dinner, like everything has to be routine, same time. Yep. It just keeps you structured. Yep. Everything works out better when it's chaos and we're here. We can get to cook dinner till eight. It's just Man. everything's it's thrown too much. off. You need it's to do the much. same thing every day. Uh, yeah. The um the whole rest thing, like back to Malcolm's point, like that's been super, super critical to Mike Minor. Um that's just been super critical to just my Recovery, especially like with the changes that I've been through, like in the middle of so since 2020, I've gotten engaged. Well, not engaged, I got engaged in 2019, but just getting married and having a baby and all that through yeah. like the last like 18 months or so. Hey, in the middle of COVID, like <laughs> that was one of the things I, I was talking about at the uh, Real Dad's Real Talk. It's like I got all this advice about fatherhood and all this advice about being a husband. None of y'all told me how to do it through a pandemic though. Yeah. And we locked mm-hmm. in, the, in the crib together. About mm-hmm. it. Can't go out and do our favorite outings. Can't do it. I feel like I told you, man. You know, you don't listen to my call. Nah, I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but now, nah, like, that was just a wild time. And, like, I, this is what like, I give kudos to my wife is, like, she's able to, like, find that balance a little bit better than I am and be like, hey, you need to relax. You know what I mean? Like, she will tell me that, be like, you're doing too much. Like, you got to. I'm about to take the baby. We go leave. You stay here. Like and she'll, and she'll do it. My like wife you know, has what I'm saying? never seen that. <laughs> bro, listen, my wife hey, will man, take my I'm daughter. Wife, bro. I'm jealous. Hey, she'll take my daughter. They'll go to Target. Probably spend a lot of my money, but mm-hmm. I'll have a minute though to just kind of because mm-hmm. she can tell she knows me well enough to like I kind of can mask things enough. She's one of the few people that can kind of read through it and be like, "Eh, nah, you're on your way. Yeah, you're about to blow. You're looking, like, you're you're looking about to weak, blow. bro. You're looking weak right now. <laughs> hey, <Chill>. Listen, <laughs> right now. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is scary. One, 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 one question for you guys. What time do y'all go to bed? What time do you get to bed? Scary hours. <laughs> Spooky hours, Spooky. boy. I would say consistently I'm probably laying down. This ain't like... Preparing to go to sleep I probably lay down Around 11 What time does the TV Go off in your room I don't really watch TV In the room all the okay, time There is dude. a TV there We don't really watch it All like that When I go upstairs I'm shutting it down okay. bro. Like, 11 like, Yeah My TV stays on Like there's not On it I just need to have Like the light And everything Gotcha yeah, I'll turn it on And turn over yeah, 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 yeah. Don't even watch it. I, just, I don't know. I, I used to be like that. My wife hate that though. So I that was one of the things I had to give up. I used to sleep the TV the on. TV. I don't know. Why. I didn't give up the fan. Yeah. I gave up the TV. I keep the fan. Yeah, Gotta had a fan. Pickets eleven. What about you, Pierce? I didn't know nah, what time you're about to say. Now nah, mine. I'm gonna tell you. you know, I've been through all these phases. <laughs> I've been through all these phases, and I'll even let you laugh. I'm at the place in life where I understand how much grandparents and great grandparents knew. 
when the sun gets down. <laughs> Watch this. No, no, no. Even in, in the, the winter. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. He said when the crickets start, bro. Listen, that doesn't mean that you're asleep, but you just work on winding down mm-hmm. your activity. Yeah. So when you the know. sun goes down, now listen. That's still that's watch six. this. No, no, bruh. no. Right in the winter now, time, it's four fourteen, bro. Now again, it don't work in all cases. Gotcha, gotcha. You know, but you just work your day again. If we're gonna talk about routine for yeah. real, it's like how do you organize and structure your day where you can begin turning your mind off? Yeah, and if that also includes having your feet up. No one says you have to be asleep, but you're finally getting still. That's my thing is like, I just have to shut it down. Even if I don't go to sleep, I got to shut it down, though, and like get off my feet, turn the lights off. I may lay on my phone for a minute, but I got to just, I need to wind down, though. Are you putting the phone down? Because the phone to me is the TV. Yeah, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Oh, can't wait to put it down. (laughs) Scott's saying, I don't even like picking it up. (laughs) Again, you just think about uh, some lifestyle things that need to work. Now, again, Mm -hmm. we've all been on the grind. So, you know, let's not pretend we've all worked off for three hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. But who wants to do that now? And if you don't get real rest, if your mind is racing, you feel like you only got three. Mm-hmm. And that day's a rough day. Yeah. All right, so, so Pickett is 11. Scott is when street the sun lights. goes down. I street didn't lights come street on. Street lights, but, but chill before midnight. Street Man. lights. Yeah, chill I'm a, before I'm midnight. I'm a smooth 12, 1 o'clock Same. nightly. Yeah. I yeah. Did. Yeah. No. Bro, 1 o'clock Been is there. probably when I close my eyes. Yeah. Like, get in bed or get in my recliner around 12, bro. Been there. That boy said getting his recliner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now what are we talking about? I got an extra room, bro. Bring us for the night bag, bro. Getting a lazy oh, boy. What, what's happening over here? Get it, I don't want you sleeping on the, in the lazy boy, bro. I got a bed for you. Hey, See the posture piece? Nah, bro. You getting the lazy boy. That's My feet sleep. going, bro. Y'all said to be still. Yeah, and I got the way to. Listen, here's a, hey, a pro tip. I'll have some good nights on now, the listen, I know where you're recliner. going. The recliner. With the weighted blanket, bro. Oh man, night night. Oh my god, but choco, bro. Night night. Put you in the head. I need one. Bro, it's over. I'm I, I bought my one wife bro? one. My and I, it wasn't even for me, and I ended up using it one day, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah. We need two now. Yeah, like, I'm not sharing. Like, nah, we bro. need two. And get the uh, the thirty pound one though. Don't we got a twenty to, pound. We got twenty. Twenty. Me sleep. being new to it, that's plenty for me. See, yeah. I'm the guy that sleep under the cover with one leg. Out. I, I be hot, man. Nah, I, I can't be hot. But I want to get one of those. Uh, dang, what are they called? Where it's like a, it's not a onesie, but it's like a um, a like you a snuggie. Get what a swaddle. Yeah, like, like a swaddle. swaddle. You but be then, swaddle? now hear me out though. It's a Velcro swaddle. Straps? Nah, it's not Velcro. It's just like elastic. Okay. Whatever. But then at the bottom of it, your feet can still be out and everything. So you still mm. got the. I the circulation and everything. Hey man, they said it's a compression. A good, it's a, a good, compression a good hug will do you good. I, I get it. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Yeah. It's like a perpetual hug. Yeah, you feel it. me? Hey, so listen. Want to be the little spoon. Hey, look. <laughs> Both, both y'all got wives and everything. I can't. Y'all know I'm in a long distance situation. That's messed up. I feel like y'all just laughing at my pain, bro. You know what I'm saying? It hurts. Oh man. I'm like, baby, scoop over. That's crazy. That uh, that weighted blanket is intense, though. Yeah, like I bought my wife one for Christmas like three years ago. If y'all don't listen to nothing else from this podcast, number one, know your numbers. Number two, get a weighted blanket. Facts. Weighted blanket. Yeah, that's fair. 
<laughs> take away. Yeah, put your feet up. I put feel like up. there are so many hey. like jumps that we try, and that's <laughs> yeah. that's where no we shame. landed. At, bro. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't about no mental shame. health. Nothing. It wasn't about being dead. Nah, nah, nah. Put your feet up, bro, and put a weighted blanket on. Right. It's self care. Self care at its finest. Nah, real talk though. Real talk. That's something that women. Like live by religiously right. self care and something mm-hmm. that I feel like men just haven't had the permission to do. Have and it. so if nobody else has done it to you yet, let's just let you know. Yeah. You do have permission to self carry. Let me yeah. say this. Oh, my my birthday just passed. Yeah, happy belated. Appreciate it, appreciate it. I was able to walk into a nail salon alone, you know, and get a pedicure. I didn't I didn't feel no way about it. Yeah. I was I walked right in. Sat down. I'm here for an appointment. All yeah. women, but I'm here to get Where'd my... you go, bro? Did you get a sponsor package on? I did not. Oh, don't say that name. Yeah. Don't say yeah. that Went to a nail salon in Columbus. There you go. Very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I just yeah. think I want to take care of myself. Yeah. Right? I'm thinking about to go a little more often. Mm-hmm. I got it. I just, my wife wants me a, uh, a monthly membership. I'm in twice a month. We yeah. live. Pedicure? It's, you get to choose between like five options: oh, facial, shoot. beard treatment, the facial uh, pedicure, mix. manicure. I've never had a facial before. Oh, clutch! Oh, it's like that. Definitely clutch. Got to do it. Oh man, Brett, you see, that's the we'll talk of, offline. I got a spot for you to go. That's the type sponsor, of professional so. uh, development that we need to have at it. the wellness agency. Yeah, yeah, I, want my, I want my head massage. Bro. That come with mm, the facial. Bro, mm, the that comes with the facial. No, like for the yeah. bald head guys, they get a little. But you have hair on your head though. I'm saying it's dead. Nah, it's still a part it's of heavenly. See, so you're looking at because you don't know. That's it's why you're looking heavenly. at me like that. <laughs> I got hair hair, so you know <laughs> I, mean, I got hair hanging it's, my face it's here. Heavenly. Okay, so you know when you get your hair washed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there do. we go. I do. Yeah. All right, say less. There we go. <laughs> say less. Well, shoot, guys. Um, well, where is the event July 14th again? Columbus State Workforce Development Building, 315 Cleveland Avenue, right next door to the bookstore. That's right. Doors open at 5. Going to have some really good food. Have a DJ. Got prizes. Got a really nice gift bag to give all the fellas when they Indeed. come out. We got some giveaways, some raffles. Again, Music Soul Child. We're gonna, and then we're just going to break off and have some some really good conversations. Salute. And then the walk. Where the walk at? We are Leviston Park. August 13th. 40,000 deep. 7 a.m. Let's do it. Let's we want to screen. It. We want a thousand black men to get health screenings that day. Come on, gentlemen! Thousand black men to get Behind health screenings. Up. Let's go! And hard. if we don't get it, we're coming onto this podcast. And we're going to talk about. Yeah, that. yeah. You know I mean? a thousand men that care about living. Yeah, it shouldn't be hard. That's real. Fact. Shouldn't be hard. Nobody come by themselves. Everybody Please. bring somebody with them. No, a brother, bring a brother. And to my dads out there, if you haven't yet, please take the proud dad pledge and get on board with us. Sure. Make sure that you dedicate your life. To being active in your kids' lives. Yes, sir. All right. Anybody got anything else? No, sir. Until next time. Yeah. On the right side of the bed, y'all. Uh, tell me how you doing. Hope all is well, and you're keeping it moving, yeah. Hey, hey. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Feeling like a billion bucks. I 